When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Global Game. Jordan Canella, Sachi Thompson and Alex Molchanov with you for an extended edition of The Global Game. Uh, here, a three-hour version of The Global Game this afternoon. Great to be with you. Give us a call, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy, 01 1170 or send us a text message, 0457 736 736. We've got two more big hours coming your way. We'll have a chat to our regulars, Spencer Pryor, on everything happening over in England with the Premier League and the FA Cup. Alicia Cannabis as well. Uh, we'll have a chat to uh, Paul Williams for the Asian game. We'll uh, get a bit of Archie Thompson as well and uh, lift the lid on his career a little bit too. All that and more coming your way. You can tweet us at Global Game SCN on top of all of that as well. Let's uh, have a chat about the Perth Glory situation now, uh, Arch, because uh, we've spoken a bit about it on the field and off the field uh, in the first hour. But let's head over to the West and have a chat to Ben Smith from the West Australian to uh, to lift the lid a little bit on what's happening and. Uh, and, uh, and provide a bit of an explainer. Ben, it's great to have you. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. Firstly, give us, uh, I guess, just a status report of, of where we're at right now. What's the landscape like with the, the Perth Glory ownership situation as we sit today? Yeah, so, um, you know, it's continuing, uh, you know, as it has done for the last, you know, few months, I guess. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, clubs still in receivership, uh, not administration, as I think there's, that's a very different uh, situation. The club are in receivership, not administration. Um, they're with, in receivership with advisory firm called Mensa, who are, you know, leading that search for the new uh, prospective club owners. Uh, whilst the APL, they uh, control the club's day to day going on. Uh, you know, in, in addition to this, you know, um, you know, I believe there's, uh, you know, it's kind of getting towards the, the pointy end of the. Uh, negotiations. I don't have an exact timeline. I'm not sure anyone really has an exact timeline. Uh, there's still, you know, a bit of, uh, you know, a few things which need to be sorted out, but uh, I'd say we're much closer to the end than the, uh, than the start of this negotiation to uh, sell Perth Glory. Okay, so what, what do you think the... Uh, is there a timeline? Can you, you put a timeline on it, or is it just uh, uh, things just tracking a little bit better now for Perth? No, I don't think there is a timeline at the moment. I think this is one of those things where, you know, like I'm not privy to, you know, the exact details of what, you know, what goes on behind the scenes and what's needed to actually sell the club. But, you know, from what I've, uh, you know, gathered from what I've spoken to people, uh, you know, I'd say, uh, you know, there is a bit of a, I think Nick Garcia spoke, the A-League's commissioner, he spoke to ESPN and said Quartermenta uh, had an aggressive timeline to sell the club. Uh you know, that's last week. But, you know, I think I think putting a timeline on the actual sale of the club is probably, it's a bit fraught with danger. You know, the initial timeline to sell the club when uh, Tony Sage first handed back his licence was, uh, you know, was, I believe it was eight to ten weeks and then, you know, got to the end of that time and then the club was, you know, announced to be going to uh, the Prime Land Group, Chairman Robert Bridge and his business partner, John Neckich, and, of course, that fell through. So, you know, I think... These things are always fluid. I don't think we can really kind of say it's going to be done by 
this date, but from you know from what I you know from speaking to people, it feels like the club is trending in a positive direction, and there should be some some good news in the short term for Glory fans. Uh, hey Ben, it's Archie. I just want to ask you about how how many um, are in the mix about looking to take over Perth Glory because we've heard obviously Richard Pellegra, Pellegra um, with Marco Bresciano being part of it up there in negotiations that we've seen on the on the news. Um, how many are in the mix, and uh, what are some of the sticking points, I guess, for them wanting to take over? Yeah, I think um, you know. I, but to be honest, I don't have an exact number. I don't know. I'm not going to come and come out and say it's you know four, five, six. From what I understand, it's you know less than a handful. Uh, you know, so you know, there's only you know, you know, a few interested buyers at this stage. Um, you know, the biggest uh, name, of course, is, you know, Ross Peligro, as you mentioned, who obviously owns... Oh, Canada. Ross, sorry. I <laughs> mean, Richard. <laughs> Richard's his brother. Don't worry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, um, you know, the, the talk is that Ross is, you know, quite... You know, he was uh, he was one of the interested parties when uh, the, uh, the licence first became available. Uh, last year, um, you know, he's believed to be headed up, heading up a uh, consortium uh, of uh, a group who are interested in taking control of the glory. With Ross kind of as the, the figurehead, and the uh, that obviously, you know, he, he owns Catania, um, with, uh, which has uh, you know, Vince Guerrero as chief executive over in uh, Italy's uh, Serie C. Uh, I believe Mark Bresciano has been, uh, you know, has had some sort of advisory role. With, Cat- with Catania, um, but he did fly to Perth with Ross last week to uh, discuss, uh, to hold discussions with state and local government. Uh, as I understand it, the, the discussions basically centred around a, uh, well, not centred, but involved uh, a parcel of land in the city of Stirling, which is, uh, you know, 10, 15 minutes north of the CBD in Perth, uh, you know, if around kind of you know turning that currently vacant land into a you know an administration home for the glory and you know, a training fields they don't currently have a permanent home in Perth they've kind of been uh, nomads kind of moved around just kind of trained where they can and had club you know admin where they can they don't have a permanent fixed home and it's something I think that the glory desperately needs they need somewhere that they can call their own and have a, their own kind of you know, solidify their operations in one permanent place. Um, but again, you know, like like I said, quarter mentor make the calls. Uh, or in terms of uh, you know who is who's going to be the owner. Uh, I believe you know Ross and Mark's uh, meeting was just kind of a, you know very very preliminary discussions. You know, kind of you know if we got the license, you know this is what we would potentially like to do, sort of thing. Um, you know, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of things which need to be satisfied from quarter mentors and uh, and the APL's end as well. You know, they um, uh, they want you know they want they want a strong glory. They need to know that the you know whoever comes in and you know has the license is going to be able to contribute to the to the club long term, and it's not going to be a you know just an afterthought for the new owners when they come in. You know, as we saw with uh, you know the earlier kind of the sale falling through to uh, Robert Bridge and John Eckich. Uh, you know that was it was announced. Um, it was announced before that bit had actually gone through the kind of final stages of Football Australia kickoff. 
uh, and it fell through, which was obviously a massive blunder and an own goal and, uh, you know, obviously caused a lot of angst for Glory fans. So I think, you know, quarter Mentor and the APL are working together to ensure that there's not a repeat of that situation, making sure that, you know, this time, yeah, that whoever is, is selected as the preferred bidder, that they will, um, you know, this is, they'll be uh, able to carry the water long term. Ben, do you think that's um, that that previous uh, attempt at, at finding an owner, the one that fell through? Do, do you reckon that could have potentially scared off uh, potential buyers of, of Perth? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I mean, it would be up to the buyer. I'm not trying to uh, insinuate anything. I'm sure that you know. Both, I believe so. When going back to the start, when the license did become available, I believe there are about six or seven interested parties. Um, you know, and obviously Parisian Nekic, uh, that kind of that bid was chosen as the as the best. Um, I don't think it. I don't think their failure to see that through. Uh, I don't think it would have scared off people. Uh, maybe uh, the term I would use is maybe there was less interest around the second time, and maybe you know maybe that was. Just the fact that you know situations changed, you know financial uh, things changed. Um, but yeah, I don't get the sense that it scared off people. I mean, it certainly didn't scare off, uh, you know, Polygra, the Polygra consortium, who uh, you know the, the most high-profile bid the first time around, and again are the most pro- high-profile bid this time around. I want to ask you about the uh, morale of the players and the, the, the coaching staff because, I mean, you're up there, you're in the mix of it all. We kind of only see it on the weekend when they're playing, uh, when we're talking to the players. But what, what's the feeling within the camp? Um, I mean, it was a great win on the weekend, but with all that going or all that sort of backroom noise, how, how's that been? Yeah, yeah, it's been, you know, I think the, you know, Publicly, I think they're putting up a strong front, um, but there's no doubt that this has all been affecting the players or, you know, the recent going-ons, the fact that, you know, the, the, the transfer embargo that they kind of currently have on them as a result of having, um, you know, no owners is affecting uh, players in terms of, you know, it's just it's frustration. Uh, you can see, you know, Alan Stadic, you know, he's been very fired up in his recent press conferences and very blunt and to the point. Um, you know, he's he's really annoyed at what's going on. He he believes that you know he was told that if they, uh, you know, if players left in January, they would be able to replace them. Um, he was hoping to extend the loan of Oli Bazanich. Uh, he, you know, firmly believes that he had the go ahead from the APL to do that, uh, and unfortunately, that's not been the case. Uh, they weren't able to extend Zanich's loan spell, and he, uh, you know, he returned to the Wanderers. Uh, um, Alastair was pretty annoyed and visibly frustrated in his press conference after that was, uh, you know, that was brought to light. Um, I think they are. Tr- I think they're now at the point where it feels like the club, are, you know, the playing staff and the coaches are really trying to dig in and use this siege mentality. You know, everyone, no one believes in us, you know, feels like the world's against us. We have to dig deep. And you saw that on the weekend. I thought that was a, you know, a very well-earned three points against Western Sydney. You can see, um, you know, after that Dave Williams strike to make it 2-0, the 
you know, the bench empty. If the players ran over, they you could tell what it meant to them, not just to get a win, but also get their first away win since October 2022. You know, there'd, all, there'd been a lot of questions about the club's away form over the last kind of, you know, 15 months. And it, it has been pretty awful, you know, to not win for such a long time. Uh, away from home is, you know, pretty pretty rubbish and you know you could tell you know sometimes you know there'd been moments of you know uh where the glory had been unfortunate not to take three points or you know had lost when they you know should have drawn on the road and you know you could tell it was a point a sticking point for the club that they were frustrated but you know they I thought they played you know one of their better games on the weekend and they were well rewarded for the three points. Ben, it's been a pleasure chatting to you this afternoon. Thank you very much for your time and uh, and for providing us the latest on, on the Perth Glory situa- situation. No worries. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks, Archie. Thanks, Ben. Ben Smith from the West Australian with us here on The Global Game. Give us a call, 1300 01 1170, or send us a text, 0457 736 736. On the other side of this... We'll delve into a bit of Archie's career, and I'm sure he'll uh, tell us a few uh, few tales and yarns from his playing days. And uh, later on this hour, the EPL wrap with Spencer Pryor, plus the latest from the FA Cup. All that and more coming your way on the Global Game this Tuesday afternoon.